Nation. It's Stone. And welcome to the Meditative Hour. For the first three hours, we're playing India's greatest hits. Sail away with us as we ease on down to the Yellow Brick Road, to a place of solitude, relaxation. There is no election. There is no poverty. There is no climate change. There's just us. Us in the sea of music. Let the waves wash over you. Wash. That's it. That's what I have, really. I mean, you yeah, know, it's, I, it's, it's, I, was, I was there. I was, I was good. I was it's, there. It's, 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 uh, we're all doomed, as usual. Welcome. <laughs> we're back. What's good, people? What's good? It's, it's, uh, it's, been, uh, it's been an interesting week. Shouts to gang came through last week. We yeah, had a guest. that was cool. And now we're back to our lonesomes. Yeah, you know, we, we're, we're in a, a new new studio-ish. New studio-ish. You we're know. out here. I was, I were marking. Uh, I was just like, it's, it was a little, I couldn't even speak. It's so so pretty, so nice, so <laughs> unique. It, was, it, it took me out of my, you know, usually we're in a little grungy small places, a lot of air I could breathe, I could stretch my arms, my mic, I'm comfortable. We usually have these hard ass chairs. I'm relaxing. I can recline. This no, is it's, it's a different setup, though. Like, like we, we, you know, we're facing each other in, the, in, in, in your spot, and now in the new spot, we're kind of I don't know. It's it's know. different. It's still... like we're talking to the machine. This is yeah. where it's gonna be in the future. We'll be talking to Alexa and shit. So you know, <laughs> but it's all good. We're here. I'm in Brooklyn now. Uh, we're Brooklyn at, so uh, no excuses now. Bed style, do or die. We're like we're like twenty minutes away from each other mm. like there's no excuses for the people we're gonna get the podcast out for them exactly exactly i, I tried i tried i tried to uh duck out today Reggie's like no we had, we had to come through you know what i'm saying i was like <laughs> the, the streets need this <laughs> tame impala hit the streets you know what i'm saying they need us to talk about tame you know what i'm saying <laughs> people out here don't know what to write around this fake i guess it's pretty almost sadly enough even though it's mid forties, basically spring like for New York City winter weather. Oh, dude, today was beautiful. I saw somebody on a motorcycle. Yeah, dude, I we went up to Herbert von King Park. Oh, today. the way! Like we walked through the, the neighborhood. I was yeah. like, wow, yeah, I, I'm not mad at this global warming. Yeah, meanwhile in Cali, they're like, <laughs> yo, yo, they're freezing down in Cali. It's crazy. Yeah, it's crazy. It's crazy. This climate change is real. Da, 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 but, anyway, uh, uh, so yeah, we just a little grab bag of stuff for for. For uh, y'all today, because again, like not this was like a, a very slow music week. Yeah, it was. You know, it's kind of post Grammys, post you know whatever. So it's a little slow music week. Yeah, I think uh, I think the biggest release to discuss was uh, Tame Impala. Tame Impala dropped. Uh, there's a couple other things that I've been I I didn't even get around to, like the new Ride Rich. Somebody told me to check out. And, uh, the box, yeah. You know, but uh, but yeah, but, but 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 before Tame, let's talk about these NME awards. Slash <laughs> <laughs> so, the slow thigh. So it's it's all right. So I was telling Reggie about this before the podcast. Um, essentially. I kind of kind of got in the wormhole watching like some of the uh, reviews and things like that from the NME Awards in the UK, and basically, uh, NME is like a magazine, New Music Express. Uh, it's been around for like uh, apparently fifty years or so, but wow. it was around for like the Britpop era, and then, re- then like re like uh, I guess reinvigorated around like the grunge era, like uh, you know. So it's been around for a minute, and uh, I think. They didn't have a war show last year, but they had one this year. And at first, I was I, what what piqued my interest was uh, Lil Sims getting an award for like best British album, which I thought was very interesting. I was like, oh snap! Like, yeah, that's well thought out too. And, yeah, yeah, yeah it's like one of my favorite albums from last year. So I was like, oh cool. And then just like looking at like the list of winners, 
Um, it was really, really interesting. So you have like a little Sims, you have FKA Twigs winning, uh, but you you also have like Taylor Swift getting an award, uh, <laughs> Courtney Love getting an Icon award. Not good for Courtney. <laughs> Slipknot getting Band of the Year. <laughs> uh, I, I think like the 1975 got something, um, you know. So it was just like a very interesting um, like award list, and also too like uh, you know the production quality is not that great. It reminded me of like MTV VMAs in the eighties, and I think all these things are good. Uh, I think like award shows, the Grammys and the VMAs, like take themselves way too seriously, and like it's cool. I'm like I was just happy to see an award show, um, just have like tons of fuckery, <laughs> you know. Um, and we will talk about Slow Tide like in his fuckery, but it's just like it's kind of crazy to to. To, to witness that because that's what award shows were you know say 20 years ago very unpredictable you have all of these different egos and all these different people like packed in a room with free alcohol you know what's going to happen and you know and we we're just talking about like like you know the source awards you know in 96 which is you know. <laughs> source awards rage crashing the mtv awards yeah, you kanye, had kanye doing Taylor, the Grammy. yeah and, and i think it's the idea of where you know it's a given award shows are all industry award shows are kind of literally the definition of fake it's 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 even say a popularity concert it's just contest is just who's throwing out the most money to do certain things the thing that's frustrating though is the idea of where even though it's a popularity contest, even though they've kind of been doing this kind of this kind of like you know pony show, they've taken themselves way too seriously. So it was the idea of you know you're supposed to be rock stars, supposed to be hip hop stars, supposed to be fun, supposed to be drinking, yeah. And it's like everybody's kind of on the clock, and it's very much well curated, well tailored. It's very well manufactured, and it's kind of weird to have you know the idea of music, the idea of feeling, the idea to kind of have you know this this art that's living. And then to kind of get it treated like basically like, all right, we've got 15 minutes before the first, you know, BMW commercial to cut back to this medley with Taylor Swift and fucking Kendrick Lamar and fucking a fiddler going back to <laughs> the classical music section, cue the fucking AT&T commercial. And this is kind of weird. And again, I'm, I'm not going to just, you know. We understand the capitalism behind it, but at the end of the day, they look at themselves like, why are our, our, you know, the ratings are shrinking? We don't know why. The kids. And it's like, obviously, yes, two things. You know, you're competing with a lot of other things. You know, award shows are becoming more and more meaningless as kids and things become more grassroots. But also, more importantly, it's boring as fuck. Like, I watch yeah. it more out of habit than anything else. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, well, look, I, you know why I watch it. I watch it because of this podcast. If it wasn't for that, I would, yeah. I would skip it. Oh, you know? I, or my favorite. Actually, you know why I've been watching? I can say the last 10 years of me watching award shows, strictly it's been hate watching and Twitter. Yeah. It's just the communal. It's just everybody gets together and be like, this shit sucks. This is horrible. Yeah. What the fuck are we doing? Yeah. yeah. So, uh, so, yeah, I mean, and the thing about NME awards I like, too, is like the, the, the award is somebody giving a male finger. <laughs> Which is great. I mean, again, like it, it, it's just so refreshing after all this bullshit and seeing through the Grammys and you know I you know seeing through I don't even watch the VMAs anymore. Just like to have something that's so irreverent and like they they kind of know that they they're never going to get like high ratings and everything. So like, why why care? Yeah, it's just you like know? it's like fuck it. It's yeah. like let's get everybody in the room. Let's let them drink. Let's have a couple performances. 
you know, give a couple of awards up, but it's like it should it should be a party. It should be it, as much yeah. of a roast as it is an award show. To be and, honest, and it's just very interesting that Taylor Swift showed up there, but that did not show up at the Grammys. Ooh. So that, that's 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 pretty interesting. Uh, Report now, but <laughs> <laughs> yeah, exactly. And your boy. The producer, I think. Uh, oh, which one? Um, uh, the Grammy producer. Oh, yeah. Elrich, whatever his name is. I yeah, already, yeah, yeah, yeah. I already forgot retired. his name. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Fuck but, him. Uh, uh, but yeah, no, so, uh, but uh, again, like one of the things that happened uh, is apparently they invite Slow Tie. And, oh, no, they gave Slow Tie an award, right? Yeah, so I don't even know what award. Like, best guy. It was Best some, duo. Best Slow Tie and Miramasa. Yeah. Best, best duo, whatever. But anyway, uh, Slow Tie, a little, a little inebriated. Decided to kind of go up there. It was kind of, I mean, long story short, at least from my perspective, it looked like he went upstage to kind of give a speech. Very fucking drunk. You know, the comedian that was on the stage, and I, and I don't remember her name, my apologies. She was trying to save him. He ended up being obnoxious towards her. So they had a little tiff. Yeah. And then in the crowd, somebody was kind of calling him out of being an asshole. And he started fucking cursing out the crowd. And they, which which I love, by the way, that would happen in the America crowd. They immediately started throwing shit right back at him. Yeah. <laughs> like they had it ready. They were like, our tricks are fucking. <laughs> like normally so, they would boo in America. They were like, nah, bitch, you were fucking fighting. So, so yeah. So, yes. Uh, and, you know, look, it's, it's hella problematic. I guess Slow Tie was just kind of like stepping to this girl and saying like, oh, you know, like, let's have sex, blah, blah. Like, obviously that that's some problematic shit in 2020. Uh, but then also too, yeah, like like slow tie, like the the crowd's booing him. He threw the microphone into the crowd, and somebody threw it back, <laughs> and then drinks start flying. <laughs> and again, like this audience is like celebrities, <laughs> influencers, music, influencers, models, models, you like, know, quote unquote professionals. And they're throwing drinks, man. I love it. Yeah, I love no, it. It's, it's 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 the way it should be. It should be a shit show. Like, it's, like, you know, I, 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 and again, like, I, I'm not saying, you know, I, I'm not agreeing with, with what so I did, whatever, but I'm, just, but I'm also like, again, like, I, I'm just so bored by these shows. Like, like, give me something, you know? Here's a random question, and this is going to be a sad answer. What, like, I remember years ago, like, you had the source, obviously, right? So the source yeah. was something where, you know, pre Benzino, <laughs> You could actually look at this horse and they try to do something critical where yeah. it's like, all right, this is the five mics was a thing. And it felt like it was almost thought behind it. Yeah. Is there anything that's doing that now? Like even your pitchforks have turned into a weird, because like I said, pitchfork, I thought had an idea of like, this is what we're doing. But even then it's less like, all right, cool. I get it. You're, you're mad at, let's say whatever arbitrary indie rock song genre you're mad at now, but suddenly this asshole shows up with a folk guitar and this guy's, this is the most original thing we've ever heard in our life. <laughs> <laughs> so even they weren't consistent with the hate. It feels like this, it's really hard to have like a gatekeeper where it's just like, oh, this is dope. This is whack. This is dope. This is whack. You know, it's, it, and, you know, look, as a former blogger. Um, uh, the bloggers used to be that. You know, the, the bloggers the, used to be the gatekeeper. The last, the last bastion, you know, the last of the Mohicans. Yeah, you know, and we and look, we weren't getting paid. Like we, you know, we might have a sponsorship or something like that, but that's not paying the bills. Oh, so know, we had like no, you know, I guess motivation. Getting invited to Miller Life parties wasn't enough motivation. Oh, dude, those Miller Life parties were great. Ooh, dude, I, I, those Taco Bell parties were amazing. Taco, Taco Bell was my big one. There was one that was uh, Spark. Oh, Spark used to yeah, always yeah. for for you youngins. Spark was just a really it was pre four loco. Yeah, where basically it was yeah. caffeinated. It was orange tasting. It was yeah, caffeinated yeah. orange and it was high fucking it's alcohol content. Yeah, yeah, but take it. That's being nice. <laughs> <laughs> Tasted like ladder fluid. <laughs> 
At least Full Loco was a little tasty. This was his ass. But there was a time where, you know, they would throw money at you, basically. It was, yeah. it was the idea of where these young bloggers know what's happening in the streets. Oh, dude. So we need to kind of get their ear to kind of promote our products. Yo, those Scion parties, man. Like, Scion. Literally, Scion was the best. Like, show up with a PowerPoint presentation and that they, they had all the words spelled correctly and they gave you a G. Dude, was, a Scion party is where I saw ASAP <laughs> Mob fucking start fighting a fucking the, 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 the audience. Slow thigh style, apparently. <laughs> but yeah, no, it's the idea of where, you know, you actually had, in a weird way, critics getting money. And, it, and I felt like, you know, outside of the industry, which is kind of so fucked up because it's still corporate, but it's yeah. just not that kind of corporate. So maybe yeah. that's what it is. You have to get your corporate dollars elsewhere. Well, and look, like, I, I, you know, again, I could have criticized these awards uh, for being, like, too serious, but I don't really criticize the artists because at the end of the day, you got to secure your bag and yeah. you got to protect your ass and you don't know... Obviously, so tie so doesn't give a fuck, but you don't know if you're, say, like a scissor or something like that. Like, like you don't know <laughs> what your boundaries are, like, sometimes. Like, you don't know if you can step out because yeah. you don't know who you're going to offend, who that person is, who they work for, what label they work for, what media outlet they work for. So it's almost kind of like I understand why a lot of these artists are kind of like stepping on eggshells. Um, but yeah, I mean, I, I want to get back to that that culture where like artists can be artists and take some risks and, and do some some crazy shit. Like, yeah, it, it's I think I think we're all long overdue for that, you know. Yeah, and, and it's something where because like I know people was like, oh well, going idea like like when after society had to fight, they were like, oh he's canceled, yada yada yada, and you know I hate that term cancel culture, but it's the idea of where. There's a way for you to be irreverent and still be respectful and still be kind of fun and off the cuff. Now, obviously, it's still tie drunk asshole, not the way to do it. Drunk jerk, not the way to do it. But I still think there's a space for there's people, be, like I said, just being regular ass people. Like, get yeah. drunk, go up there, give a speech, joke. And I think that's what a lot of it was missing. And it even goes back to the Grammys where, you know, it was very meticulous. You know, you've got, you throw in your Alicia Keys, you throw in, there's 80 guys, there's 80 hosts, <laughs> 80 hosts with very bland, personable personalities, you know, play it very safe. And I think it's very unfortunate. But, yeah. You know? Yeah, definitely. Definitely. Yeah. And I think the other big music news was the Tame Impala album dropped. Yeah. You know, for all you guys, girls out there were like, all right, what do I do? How do I, when I'm in Pacific Coast Highway... I need to drive down to Coachella, you know, <laughs> and I have to have the hair in the wind. And, you know, what am I going to play? Tame was like, we got you. We're going to drop this shit out. You know what I'm saying? Late winter, you know what I'm saying? When it starts to get a little sunny, you go out there, chill, you know, drive around, listen to our little, little, I guess, easy, you know, the 70s radio bops, <laughs> which actually brings me to a great quote I read on Twitter, where it's like, uh, so... Obviously, Tim and Paul started out as a psych rock band. Yeah. And basically, and I, I, I'm gonna I'm gonna actually put it in the fucking like the fucking description of the podcast because I've tried to. There's a great quote. It's basically just like every other psych band from 1969. Years later, they end up being a soft ass 70s slow rock band. Mm. And I was like, shit, that's Preach. the T. And it's true. It's the idea of where you know they were a promising rock band and they've morphed into this like very processed very focused psych pop band and the thing is i'm not even saying that as a negative it's just a genre switch and i think it's i th i like the album personally but it's very interesting to see kind of this kind of change for a band that was quote unquote the bastion of guitar rock and to kind of have them grow into this weird like you know you know this production psych production for pop stars where you know like rihanna's doing straight up head covers yeah no definitely and it's very interesting so tame impala is, is very basically it's just like um 
like your favorite rappers, producer, fa- favorite band <laughs> <laughs> in a lot of ways. Um, and, you know, I, I think it's, it's very interesting. Like, I think I prefer the psychedelic Tame Impala over some of the newer stuff. Um, and I'm not saying like the newer stuff isn't good. Uh, with this latest album, I kind of felt like every song was kind of four to the floor, kind of like neo disco track. And I think the sound is great, but I think it got a little bit repetitive after a while. Um, and I think like that's what kind of like, I think, distanced me from the album. But I mean, the dude knows how to like bring together like melodies. Like he knows how to bring together production in a way that like, it's just super like tight, right? And super like it's just really amazing to see him do that. Because um, when he records, I think he still records as a one man band. He's the only dude in the studio. Yeah, so he's, he's still tracking like single tracking everything. So the fact that he's adding more complexity over, you know, because like you know, uh, Lonerism and uh, I forgot the name of the first album. It felt very grungy. It kind of felt very simple. Um, and it's really interesting to see him kind of ratchet up his production while still being a, a, a one-man band. So to that, I tip my hat. Like, I think I think he's a really cool, cool person. But I think this album itself, I think I need to listen to it a few more times because it just kind of felt like the same song to me. It's I, I see a, it's, it's definitely mired in dance music. Like, on the first track... Um, What's the name of the first track? But like the first track, it's literally one more port- year. One more year. One yeah. more year. So somebody, a friend of mine, shouts to Tim, was saying how it sounds like Daft Punk, which I thought was a little bit unfair because mm. obviously that one more year loop was very Daft Punky, very yeah. vocoderish. But there's a point of the song, I think two minutes, 30 seconds in, where it drops away and it's pure 80s house. Yeah. Pure 80s house, bass line, even the same piano, like, you know, inner city, like, piano stabs like melodic stabs and it's something where he's in his dance music bag but in a certain kind of way it reminds me a lot of calvin harris actually with the the, the, the punk wave bounce yeah, well, yeah which is really interesting because like uh you know there's a whole backlash with with calvin harris right now because like uh apparently he's doing some like weird techno side project all right and everybody's just like adding him on Twitter saying like where's Funkways bounces uh, <laughs> volume two what the fuck man <laughs> so I think yes this does kind of feel the void <laughs> of that Funkway bounces era uh, and it's funny too I, I'm like Tame Impala is like has so many rapper friends I'm actually surprised there's no like ASAP Rocky <laughs> yo yeah no that would be nice. I feel that I feel yo, like guess, this, guess, this, you there's know. two names on every rapper R&B singer's playbook right now two, two white dudes basically it's gonna be James Blake and fucking and Tame Kem- Impala. Yeah, like I'm surprised. Kevin Parker, no, I think his name is. Yeah, yeah, like like uh, like no uh, no tr- Travis Scott, you know, <laughs> <laughs> guest appearance. I was I was fully waiting for that, right? <laughs> <laughs> I'm like, it's, it's lit. <laughs> Um, but no, I mean, I'm, I'm, I'm glad that, you know, he didn't try to chase that trend and like, you know, he's staying true to what he does, but he's just like, he's, he's kind of changing the sound. Um, I did notice, you know, cause I think lonerism is very much kind of like, uh, very depressing. Um, and you know, now this dude's about to get married, you know? So like, well, you know, it's, you know, it's, it's, it's <laughs> the slow rush is definitely like, um, you know, it's, it's definitely more upbeat. I've read many stories about how, like, you know, singer-songwriter, better producer, very sad in Australia, yada, yada, yada. 
like all of us, he just moved to LA. And yeah, now, dude. there it is. That whole the whole lifestyle change, man. <laughs> you know, like, look, you got you got. You, I, I'm, I don't know if he has a house in Calabasas yet, but they maybe has the apartment in Calabasas. <laughs> <laughs> Maybe he's right in that Airbnb. Yeah, you know what maybe I'm saying? get a little co-op in Cal- Calabasas, <laughs> you know. But you know, you got you know again, you got Travis on your speed dial, you got Rihanna on your speed dial. Like, hey, you know, live the life, man. Yeah, true, man. You know, <laughs> popping bubblies, man, hanging out in, at the rock party, wearing all white. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> Ooh, the rock brunch. Yeah, I, was he at the rock brunch? I wonder. I because I I feel like. I, like, uh, there's a few select white people that could probably get into the white. It, it'd, the be, rock it'd be him, like I said, him and James Blake. Yeah, and they probably just like <laughs> just like we're the only. You never show up to certain like spaces, like white only spaces. Yeah, and you see like another person, another POC. I think it's all POC. Why knows this? Yeah, you show up, you see the other POC, and try to give them the nod. Yeah, and they don't give you the nod back oh, because yeah, they're like, yeah. "This is I'm the only one." I, I know there I'm could like, be only one like uh, Highlander. <laughs> I bet you it's like that with, with fucking James Blake. They show up at the fucking rock brunch. It's like, oh, that brother, he's here. This <laughs> ice grill each other from across the. <laughs> the brunch table. You, you know what's so funny? Like, I went to a Grammy party, and like the most unexpected white person was there. Uh, it was at the Roots Grammy Jam in LA, and it was Kelsey Grammer. Really? But he, like, apparently he was dating. You know, he produced girlfriends. Uh-huh. He was dating one like one of the girlfriends from that show. Oh no way! And like, you know, like, like he's she's out like, there. Yo, like, you know, the Roots Jams, and you like, you walk upstairs and you look, and he's like. Kelsey Grammer. Shit, like man, chilling, man. Props to him. So, you know. <laughs> you know, when you get that invite, fam, you, you, you got to take it You know what I'm saying? <laughs> anyway, back to Tame Impala. Um, but yeah, no, I, I need to listen to the album a little bit more. Um, but I'm, I'm just happy to have a Tame Impala album. Like, it's been five years, I think, since Currents. Yeah, five so years. It's been, a, it's been a minute. It's been a minute. So, and like, the album's not bad. You know, I'm not trying to say the album is bad. It's a decent album. It's, 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 it's think, got it got it has some cuts. I think know? it's gonna be a grower. It's, it's, yeah. it's I think it's because usually with, with like like Intervision, Intervision, and um Inner Speaker, Inner Speaker, yeah. Monerism. It's the hooks were very hooky. Like the guitar was very hooky. Everything yeah. was a hook. Like I said, this was a little more concerned with rhythm, so they kind of sneak up on you. It's 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 you know it'll be like it'll be like a phrasing. Yeah, where like it's not just the hook coming in. It's like you know, for that two minutes before that we hit the main hook, there'll be a couple of cool little melodic phrasings in between. It's not as immediate, but I still think it's it had, they haven't fallen off. You, you could make the argument that they've changed, but it's still a solid piece of work. And I and I you know, props to him. It's he's one of the big songwriters out there. You know, it, it's it's rare you get to be a songwriter for stars and still have your own shit and both be successful as both. Yeah. So you know, good props to him. Yeah, definitely, yeah, definitely. definitely. So uh, new music. Yeah, new music. New music. So I'm a shout out. There's a dude out there. I feel like we might have spoken about once in the past. So there's an artist named Navy Blue. Um, basically, and I hate kind of, I'm giving you the same, you know, press release they always say. <laughs> professional skateboarder, mm. L.A., Earl Sweatshirt roommate. Mm. <laughs> and that's supposedly the line that's supposed to sell you on why this artist is dope. Yada, uh-huh. yada, yada. But the thing is with Navy Blue, it's, it's, and, I hate since it's already in the press release. I'll do the comparison to you know Earl Sweatshirt. Yeah, a lot of loops, a lot of meditative, a lot of introspective. Um, obviously, Earl Sweatshirt is a is a genius of putting words together. Yeah, Navy Blue isn't at that genius level, but he's still a dope rapper. Um, basically, it's you know it's it's the kind of thing you kind of expect of where what's been kind of interesting about the wave of kids now 
at least the younger MCs, is the fact that they're kind of more attuned to what's going on in their lives and their feelings than mm-hmm. a lot of older dudes are. Yeah. Than a lot of 45 year old rappers are, to be honest with you. <laughs> <laughs> and it kind of continues in this kind of like kind of way where there's not a specific song, kind of, and the album is called, I'm going to fucking fuck it up, Ada Iren. It might be Ida. It's, mm. it's, there's some accents on it, but it came out a couple of months ago, a couple of months, a couple of weeks ago, February fourth, and it's just a dope little like like just I think it's about thirty minutes long. It's a dope little vibe of an album, a little bit melancholy, but still very solid. He's a dope MC, beats are solid. Um, I think some of it is self-produced. It's just a great like a nice solid album and a nice not to be funny winter album. Yeah, yeah. So big fan of that. That's what's up. That's yeah. what's up. Uh, so I don't really have that much new music uh, the past couple of weeks, but I did want to shout out like I'm I'm really mad at the algorithm because I was listening to a lot of non-rap and I you know finally really got around to truly listening to the Fer- Freddie Gibbs and Madlib album. And wow! I cannot... Welcome to 2019. Uh, actually, yeah. the sad thing is, it's probably when was I think it dropped um, like the second half of the year too. Then yeah, but like but for some reason it feels like I, I wonder why. Maybe because the world's burning, it feels like it dropped <laughs> years ago. <laughs> yeah, but like uh, I, I I became obsessed with the album. I, I played every day. It's it's a solid album. I I really want to redo my my top nine and, and, and throw it in there. Like Ooh. it's just it's great. Like Freddie Gibbs Gibbs is like a I wouldn't say he's a great rapper, but like he has a style and a sense of like cadence to him that's very unique. And I'm like, really, uh, yeah. So, uh, shout out to that album. He's confident in the ways a lot of rappers aren't. Yes, and it, and it's yes. and it's it's kind of weird to kind of say it where, and I don't know if there's a tangible way to kind of say it is where. It's, it's the idea of where, you know, at KRS-One is like, you know, MC is supposed to control the crowd, yada, 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 this, oh, this. but it, there's a way he kind of attacks his method where it's very meticulous, very like, it's very just like a confident way of rapping, yeah. which kind of just seems very forceful. Like he'd, yeah. be, he'd be a really good motivational speaker. Yeah, no, definitely, <laughs> or, definitely. Or he's got to be a really good actor also, I think. Yeah, on the yeah. and yeah. he has like a sense of humor to it too. Yeah. Like it's, 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 there's a sense of just like, you know, I am confident, but I'm nonchalant at the same time. Mm-hmm. Um, and all the videos are like funny as hell. Yeah, like, no, you know, it's, 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 it's a really solid album. Um, the, I have this for you. There were a lot of these weird takes. This or Mad Villain? The fuck? Yeah, exactly. You know, Twitter be a little, they'd be on their shit. <laughs> there, there were a lot of those takes. So I was like, what? Twitter is on some some bullshit right yeah, now. Twitter, like, Twitter is just. There's, I've seen like Twitter storms this week because like people didn't read the like the full tweet and they start going at like people and I'm like the hell you know like what Twitter Twitter this be, be mad but yeah no yeah, apparently Twitter, yeah. in certain circles that album is 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 better than Mad Villain no I wouldn't I wouldn't say that I wouldn't say it's even better than Accordion yeah <laughs> I'll, I'll take I'll take Accordion against and again not that like, this it's still a great album still one of the best hip hop albums I heard in recent memory but nah fuck out yeah of I mean look, look, look like my unpopular opinion is I hate Quasimodo. Um, well, Quasimodo's an acquired taste. <laughs> so. Having having an MC intentionally so. make his voice, <laughs> saying the pitch filter to annoying as hell. I can understand how that's annoying. You know, so I mean, I I don't know, but like, no, not not very mad villain. Um, but no, that's that's a dope, a dope album. And I did also want to acknowledge to uh, the Mac Miller album Circles. Oh, nice. Um, so I was, I was actually ready to speak on this like a couple weeks ago, and now I forgot what were my notes. But I do want to say like I'm not a huge Mac Miller fan, but I've always appreciated him. Like it, it seems like he's always 
you know, look, I'm an old ass man. Like he's always had a nod to like old school hip hop. You know, he's always had a nod to the traditions of hip hop. And you know, look, I'm, I as much as new music as I try to listen to, I realize like I'm an old ass man, and I, I like that resonates with me, right? So, uh, um, but it's just really interesting to see his career and this maturity and him like kind of. Um, experimenting with different things. I know he went on tour with the internet and, you know, things like that. And I feel like this album, Circles, is probably, it's definitely his best album, like, by far. But it shows, like, way more depth than any other album he's put out. Um, he's a lot more singing, <laughs> uh, which is good and bad, but a lot of introspection. And then he worked with John Breon, who is like a low-key dope-ass hip-hop producer. He did; he's responsible for uh, late registration with yep. Kanye. Uh, I think he did a couple other projects too, um, but he's more known in indie rock circles, working with Fiona Apple and things like that. But um, you know, and I, and this album I think was unfinished, and then John Breon like kind of put assembled like production together and some stems together to like actually finish the album and you can't tell like it, it seems like it was ready to ship on like day one um but it, it's just a really solid album very introspective and also too the production is great like and, and i feel like mac has always had great production even though like sometimes his rapping was just not as great um uh, but this is like I mean, it, it really, it really ear for beats. He always had a yeah. great ear for beats. Yeah. 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 But it just really sucks. Cause I'm like, man, like, and you know, apparently there's supposed to be a sequel to this album that just, you know, obviously it's never going to happen, but it just really made me sad because I was like, Oh man, like this, this dude is at super Saiyan. He's realizing his truest form. And that was it, you know, like, and the, the, you know, this happened after he passed away. So yeah, rest in peace. Yeah. Rest in peace. Yeah. But like I said, it's, it's good. What I liked about the, and not what I liked, and nobody likes anything about somebody passing, but it was pretty cool that everybody like was very respectful and his like his stature kind of grew up and like, you know, people kind of showed their respects and he got appreciated and sad, you know, as I said, you get appreciated in your death on your life. Yeah. But I feel that like there's an impact there. That's gonna be wide ranging and like you know everybody had an outpouring of love except for Goldlink, but <laughs> <laughs> besides that, everybody loved him. Yeah, yeah, but, yep. And on that note, on that note, people, we're we're ending it out. I have to go out. You know, we're in we're in the flyest flyest penthouse in in, in Bed Stuy. <laughs> <laughs> Do secure the bag, fam. You know what I'm saying? Here, secure. drinking the, the finest in Andre Champagne. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? <laughs> we got rich crackers. We got a little cabot. You know, slices of you know cheddar cheese. Here, you know what I'm saying? Bag is secured. The food town, the finest in food town charcuterie <laughs> is in the house. You know what I'm saying? You know how we do it in Brooklyn. You know what I'm saying? Pick these up. Yo, those food count town discounts, man. Don't yeah. sleep on yo, it. Yo, the card, man. Yeah. I, 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 I did use my, I, my mother and me started seeing cards. Sometimes I'd be using a point, she'd be getting mad. <laughs> I'd be that dude. Man, sometimes you gotta buy shit on sale, man. I feel you. Yeah. Anyway. Anyway, people, we'll, we'll see you next week. Thanks for listening. Thanks for showing us love. And we love y'all back. Peace. Peace.